Hey, I'm Dr. Priyanka Venegopal, and you're listening to Weight Loss for Unstoppable Moms, Episode 10, Setting Delicious Goals. Today's episode, I'm going to be talking to you about goal setting and reaching your ideal weight. I break down why having goals is important and the common obstacles that you might run into specifically when it comes to weight loss. And finally, I'm going to talk you through how to set goals in a way that creates in-hand results. If you want to reach your ideal weight and create lightness for your body, you need to have simplicity, joy, and strategic decisions infused into your life. I'm a physician turned life and weight loss coach for ambitious working moms. I've lost over 60 pounds without counting points, calories, or crazy exercise plans. Most importantly, I feel calm and light on the scale and in my life. There's some delicious magic when you learn this work and the skills I'm going to be teaching you. Ready? Let's get to it. Hey, Ninja Warriors, welcome back. I love, love, love today's topic. We are talking about goals and most importantly, creating in-hand results. Here's the best way to think about the difference. Goals are what you dream about having for your future and results are your dreams in hand. I think that working moms especially spend a lot of time on goal setting. We think about where we want to go. We think about the future. We plan it out with our ninja schedules, calendars, and highlighters, and we spend a lot of time and bandwidth on the planning stage, the thinking about the goals and the thinking about the future wants and the planning. But when it comes to creating results, something falls short. Today's episode is going to help you bridge this gap. This is something that really leads the coaching that happens inside the Unstoppable Group, my intimate small group coaching program for working moms who want to reach their ideal weight. We create a loving partnership with your goal, where your goal becomes an ally. And this is how you start turning your goals into in-hand results. If you want to take the work we are talking about in this podcast and this episode to real life implementation and level up your skills to create faster results on the scale, check this group out. You can find out more information at theunstoppablemombrain.com forward slash group. Okay. Loving partnership with your goal is not where we often start. So let's get into it. For most of us, especially ninja working moms, we are very patterned and practiced wanting to achieve goals. Think of all of those times from your earliest years. You wanted the A+, the gold star, the parent or the teacher's nod of approval, because getting those goals in hand felt good, like a win. Listen, I love winning. I love the A's and I love the gold stars. And trust me, I have loved my share of pleasing other people and getting nods of approval. Feeling good at having in-hand results is not just an umbrella of feeling good. There are important nuances, and I'm about to pull apart three of the most common threads that are weaving this tapestry. The first thread is pure joy. I think of this as sparkly and delightful. It's a natural rush of feeling ooey gooey pleasure at getting what you want. It feels delicious to get something you've worked hard for. You feel pride and success coursing through you. You get that A on the test or a gold star on a project. Maybe a boss, colleague, or patient gives you an amazing review. You see that second digit change on the scale for the first time in years. The thought we have when we experience this is, yes, so fun. I'm getting what I wanted. And this thought is what creates a feeling of pride and delighted, right? 
Can you feel the energy behind this? I call this type of feeling good as joyous and delicious at experiencing turning your goals into results. And your experience of setting goals is light too. You imagine that pure goodness of getting something you want and you start setting goals from a place of service to your future self. For example, when you think about yourself one year from today and you imagine what would be greatest service to myself and my body one year from right now, you might think I want to be at my ideal weight because I want to feel more physically comfortable in my body. I want to have more energy. I want to free myself of chatter from food forever. The idea of this feels delightful and light. And if imagination or visualization is available to you, and you can imagine goal setting from this place feels light, beautiful, and sparkly. Let's pull out the next thread. The next thread comes from what we make that success mean about us as humans. So the A plus means I'm smart or doing a good job. This gold star or weight loss means I'm more capable. This amazing review means I'm more valuable. This is what I call conditional joy. And this thread feels heavy, weighted, contingent, and pressured because it attaches your beliefs about you, that you're smart, capable, or valuable on getting the goal. And when we weave this thread into our goal setting, which we do often without even realizing it, we create an extremely heavy, weighted, and contingent experience of trying to create results. The reason that we do this is because there are times in your past that it's worked well. I call these times in the past, these short bursts as grit and grind. You're willing to power through because you want to feel that smart, capable, and valuable feeling, and you've attached it with achieving the goal. And you can do anything for short bursts of time. You can study for that exam, pull an all-nighter, and put your life on hold. You can get through a course or submit the research paper or project. You can muscle through that latest fad diet. You can put a smile on your face and say yes for a short while to all the people in your life. Grit and grind absolutely works. You keep pushing yourself because your feelings of capability and value are riding on this, right? This way of goal setting is what leads us to overwork, underrest, and say yes when we want to be saying no. And the trouble with this is that it reinforces the grit and grind patterns. Because you'll get through that short period of time with some semblance of success. Your brain will believe, see, the grit and grind works well, right? Maybe you get that A, you lose that pound, you do get a gold star or a five-star review. It's like C, it absolutely works. But this is happening with negative outcomes along the way, like overworking and underresting. But because it's in the short term, your brain can justify these negative outcomes or even ignore it. We have years of this. And here's the trouble. When it comes to permanently reaching your ideal weight with ease, this cannot last. Permanent and lasting weight loss can't happen with short bursts of grit and grind. It's this mindset that has fueled the diet industry and fad diets. The Monday morning burst, the juice cleanses, the keto no-carb plans, the restricted calories, the excess exercise, where we whip out a brand new week, a new app, or fresh new calendar. Now, sure, if you were able to maintain this grit and grind forever, you would absolutely create weight loss results that also last forever. But will it feel simple, light, and maintained with ease? Likely no, because the way you lose weight is the way you maintain it. If you're in the grit and grind to lose weight, be prepared to use grit and grind to maintain it. This is why I really wanted to shed light on this second thread. 
Because you're a human and not a robot, as I like to say, you're not going to lose weight linearly. So what happens when you're fatigued, stressed, you overate at that last weekend barbecue? Maybe you gain a pound or two or three. When you've set goals from this second thread, you make it mean you're weak, you're incapable. That's just not going to happen. It's this that makes that one pound turn into five, 10, and 50. And unfortunately, this further reinforces that you need more grit and grind, more deprivation, and run a tighter ship. But as you can see, this second thread, conditional and contingent joy, is mucky and heavy. And it keeps you in a cycle that is frankly exhausting. Not surprisingly, this leads to burning out at work and on the scale and leads to micro quits, which is what is holding back sustainable weight loss results with ease. Sustainable lasting weight loss requires simplicity and joy dripped in at a low steady state. Don't worry, we're about to get to that in just a few minutes. Let me just turn our attention to the last common thread that I see when it comes to goal setting. The absence of goal setting. Yes, even ninja warriors will have an absence of goals when it comes to weight loss. I imagine this thread as thin and fragile. Your tapestry breaks at the slightest tug or pull. One reason that we have an absence of goals is maybe you truly don't know what you want your goal to be. This might be because you can't possibly imagine or fathom creating your dream goal. Or maybe you haven't thought about it because it seems so far away that it's just hard to visualize. Just know that this is so common. When your dream goal feels so far away that you can't even visualize it, it's so normal to just not set any goal. Another reason that we don't set goals is fear. We have a fear of setting a goal and then we worry about not hitting it. Traditionally, we have some negative reflexive self-talk, some blame and judgment that we hand out to ourselves. So it's not not hitting the goal that you're avoiding. It's actually how you're going to talk to yourself when you don't hit the goal. So what's the easy solution to this? We just don't set a goal to begin with, right? Here's the trouble with this very thin and fragile thread. Not having any goals creates confusion and aimless wandering. And it reinforces a fragile belief towards your future self. It's so easy to go back to old familiar patterns, right? So let's just establish that there are three common threads when it comes to goal setting. Goals can be delicious and light, lit up and sparkly, where you get to soak in wins for working hard, getting something that you dreamily want and feel a natural delightment at creating and hitting those goals. You can also have goals that are steeped in thick heaviness, where you've attached your value, your identity, or your capability in attaining them. This might work to push you hard for short bursts, do a fad here and there, but it cannot really be sustained and it creates a cycle of burnout and micro quits. And the last thread, an absence of a goal altogether. This is the thinnest, most fragile thread of the tapestry. Because you haven't truly been able to imagine your dream, it feels so far away, the pragmatic part of you holds back creating a goal to begin with, or you have a fear of failing at hitting the goal. These three threads can be woven into how you set goals. If you took a pause right now and reflected on your tapestry of how you've been creating your weight loss goals, what threads have you been using and what does your tapestry look like? 
For the most part, I would say if you aren't creating consistent results, it's because the goals you've set were predominantly with heavy and fragile threads. Weight loss goals that are woven by these or some mix of them will inevitably create some struggle for you on the journey or aimless wandering. It creates burnout and misdirection, and it's the reason that you don't have dreams in hand. So how do you create light and delightful goals? How do you ensure in-hand results? First, just know that you don't need a perfectly 100% delightful tapestry to be woven. Let's just bring that to the forefront. It's okay to have all these threads woven into your tapestry, but we want to give thread one some more significance. Instead of thinking of your weight loss goal as a mile marker to hit on a race, let's start to think about it as a beacon of light that guides the direction that you're going to walk in. Here are the four steps that I like to recommend when it comes to creating delightful and delicious goals. Step one is to imagine what goal would feel delightful for your body. Take a pause before you answer this with conventional answers. I'm not referring to mid-range BMI or what your mom thinks or what the movies say. Check in with how you want to feel in your skin, in this forever home of yours. What would allow you to be the most you, to show up the most in your life? If you had to guess, how much weight would that be? Honor the first number that comes up for you. The purpose of this step is just to give your brain some direction. We want this beacon of light to just guide you and direct your brain to allow us to plan a beautiful path forward. There are no stopwatches because remember, this is not a race. Our brains are craving direction. So instead of focusing so much on creating perfect plans, decide first what direction you want to walk in and love the direction you plan to go. Step two is to give yourself the gift of breaking this goal into mini goals. So you create wins along your journey. Don't withhold the natural pleasure of winning, holding out for the big goal at the end. So if you have 50 pounds to lose, break this down into one pound 50 times. Every pound down, recognize yourself. Allow the natural pleasure of creating that one pound down to course through you. This kind of reminds me of this thing that my daughter does. We have something called a weekly fam jam, which I think I've mentioned previously on this podcast. Basically, we all go around and we talk about what we appreciate about each other and what we appreciate about ourselves. And every time we get to my daughter, who's three and a half, we get to what we appreciate about her. She starts pumping her fist up in the air. It is the cutest thing that I cannot even describe on this podcast. But the smallest thing that we appreciate about her and she's pumping her fist up in appreciation of herself. Somehow, I think that this act of appreciating ourselves, recognizing wins, and allowing that pleasure to course through you is a skill that we have just lost. This second step is allowing yourself to rediscover this skill. That one pound down is your body releasing excess, and allow yourself to delight yourself in creating this. Here's the caveat. If you notice one pound down not being enough to celebrate or recognize yourself, or if you have a thought like, anyone can do that, what's there to recognize? Or I've lost that pound before, but I've gained it back. You likely have a lot of thread too woven into your belief structure. You'll know this is you if one pound isn't enough. And you'll think you need to hit a larger goal to feel proud or recognize yourself. Just be on the lookout for this. 
for this thread taking over your tapestry. Step three, untether from a rigid and linear timeline. This means if you want to lose 50 pounds, don't plot an imaginary graph where you're losing two pounds per week for 25 weeks, like you're a robot releasing weight written by a computer program. Sure, this may work out, but untethering from this type of timeline allows you to see yourself as human and introduce flexibility. You may have weeks that you lose one pound per week or maybe a few pounds per week. Maybe you stagnate for a while. Maybe you have a holiday weekend and you eat past satiety and you gain weight. It doesn't matter because you can get right back to yourself and a process you know, trust, and believe in. It took me 18 months to lose just over 60 pounds. I did this without counting, measuring, or weighing food. I did this without exercise. And I loved my process and delighted in the way I was eating. But it was not linear. There was even a time in the middle that I stayed stagnant for months. Being untethered from a linear timeline allowed me to focus my attention on my process, to become curious about what was working on the path and what wasn't. I had my beacon of light, my ideal weight, and I was walking in its direction. It didn't have to be linear. I could take moments of rest or I could slow down and it wasn't a problem. If I had been tethered to a linear timeline, I would never have hit this dream goal. I might have even gained weight back. I would have seen those moments of stagnation and thought, oh, see, it's not working. It's so hard. I would have ignored the beacon and focused on the plan. And this means I would have lost direction. Untethering from a linear timeline allowed me to create permanent and lasting results. It allowed me to take rest, aka stagnant, and even allow moments of slow progress. Because listen, I've spent decades tethered to linear progress, and that's what kept me stuck. Untethering is what's actually created lasting and permanent results. Step four. This is my last step. Allow yourself to stretch, even if it's new and uncomfortable, to get those in-hand dream results. This stretch, while it might feel a little uncomfortable, isn't the same as grit and grind. This stretch will never lead to burnout. It only leads to the growth of you, your capacity to believe even more highly in yourself and your skills. And this is where coaching can play a priceless role. Inside the Unstoppable group, we uncover limiting beliefs and walk the nuanced line of growing your capacity. We do this with honest, loving, and direct exploration of your brain. And it's seriously the best work you will ever do in your life. Because this is where your tapestry is coming from. It's why my clients are getting amazing results while being in this intimate room. We're growing past old limits. And this can be for you too. So to recap, allow yourself to set goals from a light and dreamy place led by how you want to experience your life in this body. Challenge your old goals and honor a dream goal that truly feels right for your unique self. Celebrate and recognize yourself walking the path, letting every pound down being an opportunity to recognize yourself. Let yourself experience wins often. Untether yourself from a rigid and linear timeline to introduce flexibility. If you have a beacon, commit to walking on that journey, sometimes resting and sometimes slowing down. And lastly, be willing to stretch yourself to do new things. This is weaving a new tapestry, friends. You may notice old threads in there, sometimes heavy and sometimes fragile, and that's okay. 
but don't taint your whole tapestry of goal setting with those threads anymore. I promise you, this is how you release yourself of pressure and urgency to hit the goal. And it is so much more of a delightful way of creating in-hand results. This is how you drip in simplicity and joy, little by little, and it creates seriously massive and lasting results. If you're interested in working with me and want to take this work from your ears to real life implementation, the Unstoppable Group might be for you. It is a six-month coaching experience for working moms who are ready to reach their ideal weight with more simplicity and more joy. You can learn all about the group and all the details for how to claim your spot at theunstoppablemombrain.com forward slash group. Coaching turns everything around. It gets you unstuck and it helps you untether from your obstacles. Inside this room, we are growing capacity to receive more pleasure and joy. We're losing weight and feeling lighter in our minds. I'm telling you, this work doesn't just shed the weight. You fundamentally shift your relationship with yourself. It levels up and changes your whole life's experience, which Ninja Mom, you deserve. Don't wait on yourself. Turning future dreams into in-hand results is what we are doing in this room. I hope to see you there. Thanks for listening to Weight Loss for Unstoppable Moms. It's been an honor spending this time with you and your brilliant brain. If you want more information or resources from the show, visit theunstoppablemombrain.com.